I'm going to start off with a confession, okay? Here's the deal. Hello and welcome to the Empress Podcast. I am your host, Jessica, known in the online space as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast to help you be present with yourself, cope with chaos, and simplify your life. I do this by combining psychology, behavioral science, and the tarot. I have a background in mental health, specifically a master's in clinical social work from USC, and I'm a professional tarot reader. So get ready to have a nurturing, creative, and empowering experience with me as we use practical magic. Hey love, before we get to today's episode, I want to ask you to rate and review my podcast. Giving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to me. I love knowing who's listening and what everyone is getting from the episode, so please take a moment of your time to share your thoughts, and I look forward to reading your reviews soon. Hey there, coffee lovers. Are you tired of settling for boring coffee? I have a treat for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Heartwork Coffee Bar, your one-stop destination for exceptional coffee experiences. Whether you're a coffee connoisseur or just someone who appreciates a great cup of joe, Heartwork Coffee Bar is here to elevate your coffee game to new heights. A Heartwork Coffee Bar, they take pride in their craft because each batch is carefully roasted to perfection, ensuring that every sip is a symphony of flavor. From the rich and the robust to the light and fruity, they have a coffee blend for every palate. And here's the best part. For you amazing podcast listeners, Heartwork Coffee Bar is offering an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Just use the code EMPRESS10 at checkout and you'll save big on your order. Why settle for ordinary when you can indulge in the extraordinary coffee from Heartwork Coffee Bar? Remember to use code EMPRESS10 for that special 10% discount and treat yourself to the coffee experience that you deserve. Don't miss out on this fantastic offer. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thanks to Heartwork Coffee Bar for making today's episode possible. Now go grab your favorite mug, brew a fresh cup, and enjoy the podcast with the perfect companion, Heartwork Coffee Bar. Cheers. Hey, hi, hello, it's your girl Jess. Welcome, welcome back. I'm happy to be here. All right, we're going to get into this episode. I have not been centering meditation or stretching little things I know that are good for me I've not been centering them in my life lately and it is affecting me (laughs) so I am working myself back into a routine of deepening the attention I give myself and my self-care um I feel so caught up in the change and in the feeling of the unknown that it it like overrides I don't want like the the knowing of like oh I have to do these routines like when life is easy it's like so much easier right to like be in a routine you know it's like oh of course I'm gonna stretch today but when things get hard I will forget about it it depends on how hard things are when when there are certain challenges in my life like I've been able to keep up a lot of different practices, meditation, yoga, roller skating, reading, and things like that. When there's a huge change though, and there's a lot of fear and like terror that I'm um, feeling, 
I will forget a lot of different things. I'll get so caught up in the feeling, the deep feelings, and that I just neglect myself really. And I neglect the things I know that are good for me. And so what I've been doing lately, of course, is self-compassion. Like what else? Giving myself this space to unpack why I feel the way I feel and what I need because I feel this way. Um, and I, I really just come to the conclusion that there's just a lot of change and there's some old, old wounds that need tending and they've come up for me to pay attention to. And I, I think that, you know, getting into this place of like, Oh, I'm going to do these things that are good for me. Like, of course that is the respect. That's the self-respect. Like no matter how tired I am, no matter how hard life is, it's unfair really for me to drop the boundaries that I have or my standards, right? Um, and just kind of settle for doing nothing. But like I know this in my head, it's very hard to do in real life. I just want to like also say I struggle with this. I think almost everybody does. It's human. I don't know. I really don't know anybody that's like... um that's on all the time in the sense of like, like go hard. I've meditated every day for 10 years. It's like, wow, that's incredible. Um, I'm not putting that pressure on myself. I'm not really trying to be that person. However, I'm definitely trying to like improve because I know that when I at, at least take, you know, five minutes to meditate and I do stretch regularly, I just feel better. I just feel better. And in the midst of all the change and getting sick, I have just lost a connection to myself. And then there's also a deeper thing going on in, in terms of like the, my inner landscape, my thoughts and my um, psyche and emotions. I am rediscovering a, a sense of purpose. And it's not like I've been like I like I've been wandering around like what is my purpose? Like I do feel very in touch with obviously like what I'm doing, tarot card reading, connecting to people. It's like my favorite. I'm very passionate about it. And I know that my purpose is to be working with these cards and sharing, you know, with you guys. But there's there's just a shift. It's like what there I need to go deeper. Something needs to change. And I need to figure out what's going on because I'm noticing that like something just is off and requires my attention and investigation. And so, and my curiosity, which is again, a core component in self-compassion is like, okay, yeah, something is like out of alignment or something I'm doing. And then I need to like shift it, a belief I have. I don't know. I mean, it's not like I'm going to get to it overnight. I'm like working through it and it's caused a lot of, um, yeah, crying and as existential moments and, you know, the fun stuff. And so I try to bring in as much levity as I can during the day. I'm getting back on continuing to like walk around with more of a sense of like freedom and openness and excitedness versus like really being in my head in a, in a worrisome type of way. You know, there's different spaces. I think we can go on walks to clear our mind from worry, but my worry has been a lot more intense and obsessive and I think again that's just because I feel really scared and I need some support so I've been 
bringing support into my life. My partner is one of those people. I mean, he's always supportive, but also asking for support in a different way, you know, like just letting him know, like, this is what I'm going through. Here's what I need from you. Um, <laughs> you know, it's important to, to let people know like what is happening in our inner landscape. So they're not like, why are you so weird right now? Uh, yeah. And then I've work, I'm working on being really kind to myself. And that kindness is not only in thought, but in action as well. And just softening in, not putting pressure on myself to like force things or force myself. And kindness to me also involves reminders that I can do difficult things and that my feelings objectively are because there's change and I I feel scared. And so lovingly calling myself out and being like, well, of course I feel afraid right now, but is that a reason to not follow through? No, it isn't. In my opinion, that's self-compassion. That's a kind conversation. Kindness, it's an act of love and it doesn't always feel good. I think we think of kind gestures as ones that are comforting. However, I personally think that kindness can be just having a straightforward conversation with yourself and with other people and say, here's here's what's happening. Here's the real issue like let's bring it all up and be and keep it real and if it hurts let's tend to those feelings in the moment as well we don't need to neglect those but I've been getting curious like what's so difficult about taking this action and again I feel like I'm deepening a belief in myself there's definitely I'm butting up against this like worry this like oh, I don't know if I can do it insecurity doubt um, feeling like I'm inadequate all those things they come up right and so I'm like feeling them and they very quickly become um, like the loudest narrative and it's just like okay <laughs> sometimes I get caught up in believing that it's true and other times I can remember like you don't actually drive the bus here you're just a passenger I need you to find your seat. I need you to like kick rocks, you know, but I want to say this again. I I hope that this is just a reflection to you that like, if you experience anything like this, this oscillation between like hearing complete nonsense in your head about your insecurities and how you might be a horrible person and you're not good enough and all that, you oscillate between believing it and being like, no, that's not true. It's a, it's a really normal human experience. I don't, again, I don't know anyone overnight who's like concreted it and been like, I believe with absolute certainty, only positive stories about myself. I don't know anyone that's like that. Do you, (laughs) if you do know who they are, drop their name, because I would be very curious to have a conversation with them about their process, but I can only talk to you about my process and Again, my process has been getting quiet and coming closer to myself to really understand how I can give myself the reassurance that I need right now because I feel scared. I learned in therapy that 
fear it's always with us it's just one of our like primal emotions and so and fear isn't always rational so it's like some things that you think like quote unquote shouldn't make you afraid um they might provoke a deep sense of fear strike a chord and you're like whoa I didn't even know that was there so you know feelings are irrational sometimes it's like oh once we remember that I think we're already in self-compassion. We're not like beating ourselves up and overanalyzing and pathologizing. Um, basically, and from that place, maybe even reinforcing the flaw, you know, the I'm inherently flawed belief type thing. And I'm a sensitive person. I forget. I think it's because I've been through so much. And I'm like, wow, that was crazy. But then I forget that I'm sensitive and need also tending to in like, you know obviously my own unique and deep ways so yeah coming back into what matters to me what I value and the other thing too is that you know when we make changes or change happens upon us because it does that as well we're allowed to shift our values we're allowed to do the deep dive and to explore like what really matters to us because change brings sometimes a change in values, priorities, you know, and I struggle with that because I get attached to the things that I once valued. And so it just becomes like, oh, I'm carrying around this freaking baggage of stuff that like, maybe I don't actually care about this. Maybe I need to really look at why I'm holding on. Um, because it's not an act of kindness. It's not respectful to just carry weight that's not mine you know, or that, you know, it served its purpose. Like I could even send it off with some gratitude if I just chose to, you know, look at it and then really figure out what's going on there. Um, but again, that's the curiosity. It's like, okay, let's lean in. But I've, so I'm working on leaning in, I'm working on leaning into the change. I don't really know that I have like a deep point other than just kind of sharing like where I'm at right now. But I think the way that we can be most compassionate with ourselves isn't beating ourselves up to like oh how long did it take me to get to this point of self-reflection or oh this is the hundredth time I've dropped the ball on my meditation practice oh this is the seventh big change that I've been through and every time it happens I do this blah like that is all mental chatter as well and it can be tricky to recognize it it's usually tricky to recognize it and when we recognize it, to say, again, you have a seat somewhere on this ride. It's just not in the driver's seat. I am just sitting with where I'm at and accepting what is. That I feel this way. That I don't like that I feel this way. That I want to change how I feel that a part of me wishes I could just magically escape, that there was some type of switch and I could just be like off on. There's multiple parts of me. So those multiple parts want multiple things. And it, you know, it takes a minute to hear all those parts. But it's possible. And of course, it's, it's about tuning in, <laughs> giving yourself the grace, giving yourself the space and not making yourself wrong for, you know, losing sight of the things that matter to you. I think it happens to everybody or most people. And I think it's a place where you and I can connect. 
I think it's a place where most people can connect, but maybe don't want to talk about it, especially with online culture being so um, full of like, again, like 365 days, like never give up, always do this. And discipline is a practice. So it's also not about, again, focusing on the fact that you fell down. It's about focusing on getting back up and what you need to get back up because sometimes it isn't as easy as just hopping back up and skipping along and that's kind of where I'm at I'm not really skipping along (laughs) I'm just like let's peel you off the floor and I think that's fine and as I explore my new values and what matters to me I'm giving myself permission to take my time and I'm giving myself permission to admit the many different feelings I may have about certain things. So yeah, it's very much in a phase of like listening and self-validating, contemplating, and pausing. Let me intentionally slow down because I know that that's going to bring the harmony into my life that I'm seeking. I mean, it has in the past. It's been proven to be like a positive thing for me. So yeah, just welcoming that back into my life as a routine and ritual and not making excuses about it. And I am so grateful for my partner because he doesn't really let me get away with excuses. He'll call me out on them. And I actually really love that. That's what's been happening in my world. I want to be better for all of you and for the work that I do. And it's not going to happen if I'm burned out, right? And it's also definitely not going to happen if I'm not living in the way that I encourage everybody else to live, right? Like I've got to be doing that for myself, obviously. And when those things aren't happening, you know, there's a reconciliation that happens, at least on my end, I can't help but feel some type of way to the point that I need to pay attention to myself. And like I said, right now, my fears, whether rational or irrational, and my concerns again whether rational or irrational and just really my overall sense of inner stability with myself they need my attention I need me right now and maybe you need a little bit of you as well so I hope that this inspires you to listen to whatever it is that you need explore some of the things you're holding on to to see if they really are yours and just enjoy your time bring that levity in especially if you're doing um, some deep stuff and you're going to deep places, got to have something to balance it out. So I'm bringing in laughter and joy. And I hope that that's also coming in for you. All right. I love you. Bye.